0: On talk, 107.1.
1: So, um, what's new in your world?
0: Alex Trebek is opening up about having pancreatic cancer and says that the side effects of his treatment could take him away from hosting Jeopardy. Just last month, Trebek had to get more chemo treatment and in a new interview done last Friday, he admitted that he's beginning to get mouth sores and in turn his speech could be affected. And Trebek also says that the producers of the show are being very supportive of him, but he also knows that sooner or later a decision will have to be made... Beck has been the host of Jeopardy since 1984. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Sad update from Alex Trebek. And one week after getting married, Haley Baldwin has finally revealed the wedding dress she wore for the big day. Haley shared a picture from her wedding on Instagram and thanked designer Virgil Abloh for making her vision come to life and for creating her dream dress. By the way, Virgil Abloh is the creative director of Louis Vuitton and his popular label off-white.
3: It's a beautiful dress, but I'm very distressed that that she had like imprinted on the insta till death do us part they're only in their 20s time yes. moves very slowly this is like just too big of a Big of a moment till death to his part on this beautiful photo.
0: Yeah, it's very severe. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Well, we'll check back with them all in a right, month, shall right. we? And Rihanna has announced her first visual autobiography. It will be called Rihanna. It's 504 pages, containing more than 1,000 photos documenting Rihanna and her life. The large format book is out October 24th, and it weighs 15 pounds. Oh. It's if, a workout and a book. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, well that's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk 1071com or download the MyTalk app.
2: Thanks for
1: alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071.
2: Laurie and Julia show My Talk 107.1 Everything entertainment Please remember something And that is tomorrow morning at 10 Tickets go on sale for Project Down a Dirty Masterpiece Now this year the tickets are going to be very limited So you got to get in early We'll have two price ranges The VIP tickets Which means you get to see the uh, the reunion show Which is always fun And a sneak preview Donnie
3: 4 to 6 Say the time Four, well, four to six that, that the reunion Regina show Regina Joe is
2: four to six and then just seven so to, when
3: people spend their hundred dollars they right, know they okay. need to get off work you're yes. right
2: four to six is the reunion show and then seven to ten will be the uh, little Party. gathering with hors d'oeuvres and from Create Catering a cash bar and that's when we'll have our showing of the art that we have put together and then we'll auction that off and all the proceeds will go to the four organizations for whom we'll be working yeah the admissions are going that's good that's yes. another good way of getting yes. money to the charities yeah
3: 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Yes. Keyword, masterpiece. You can oh, also God, get I get you to say something else. <laughs> no Keyword, masterpiece.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, when we left last Friday, you said, My <laughs> oh, Julia, I play hard to get, but I was always getting bad.
3: Oh, wow, Julia, <laughs> you, that, is, that is, you know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <No>, that's... <laughs> This is a statement of fact. She She goes away from the
1: mic. So what do we know this Friday? Go Twins. We hope they win tonight. That would be
3: very exciting and a big change. And trampled by turtles singing the national anthem, which is super exciting. I hope the crowd is really, really rowdy. I do, too. we intimidate the Yankees, uh, you know, the heck out of, I mean, if that's possible. I don't
1: know, but we should. (laughs) I think we're going to win tonight.
3: Yeah. I feel it. Well... That would be what I would hope, too. I mean, I'm really hoping for that so they we, they can live another day, and then they would play again tomorrow. Yes, living on the... And then they go back the to New York, no. and then we need everyone to pray to whoever they pray to. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's, big, that's time. Right. Okay. big time, big time, big time. Maleficent. Now, when you were watching <laughs> Batwoman last night, did you watch the Maleficent trailer that I did. came on? I did it see looks that. so good. And uh, Angelina Chuetel edifor was at GMA giving an interview to the ABC people. So he's
1: in this Maleficent? He's in Maleficent.
3: Okay. And Angelina and Michelle Pfeiffer were sent to Rome. Remember, she went to Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Then she sent Z back to Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And she's off in Roma. And we posted a photo. I mean, Angelina is feeling herself. We have never seen her make any kind of fashion. She's been wearing sack gowns and column dresses. Of course, she's got that face. She doesn't had to show anything else. I mean, remember when she and Brad, it was like one of their first red carpets, and she wore the red, the white column dress with the red. It was like to the yes, golden yes, globes.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And
3: he had a, it was kind of one of the, and like, but as they went on together, do you notice how sacky she dressed? I think that they might have been unhappy for longer than we think, <laughs> Julia. And this was when they first started. No, not when they first started. It's having all those kids Added, and then her health. Yeah. And then his drinking. Yep. It was just like boom, boom, boom. Yep. Not a good recipe. So she's in Rome with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's wearing this, I don't even know what it is, but it's so un It looks
1: like a bow
3: to a package. Yeah, but it's petal shaped and it's periwinkles and she's wearing skinny pants and Michelle Pfeiffer is wearing pants and the... Angelina came out first and I mean they were like whispering. I mean you can tell these two like are buddies. Yes you can. And I think that Angelina is just she's feeling herself. She gave an interview. Listen to this. We've never. She gave an interview to Madame Figaro. Not Madame Figaro. It's, it's a French magazine. Mm-hmm. and Figueroa. One of our gossip ladies that we like translated it for us. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Big big oh. So it's not. Though. It's not in Italian.
1: It's in. Um, it's French. It's a French. Oh, it's magazine. not in French. Or at French least it, Yeah, it is. It is.
3: <laughs> so here's here's what they asked her. Did uh, Did you feel a little lost these last few years? Qu'est-ce que c'est last day? Yes.
2: <laughs> oh my
3: lord. <laughs> I mean, that is not. Qu'est-ce
2: que qu'est-ce la. <laughs> c'est Last day is where is? Yeah. I don't
3: know. What is? Where is? Yeah. <sighs> Who is? Okay, here's what she said. I think it was at the end of my relationship with Brad. I mean, she actually said with Brad. Okay, she was what not, was the question? Do you feel lost? Have, have In the last couple of years, did you feel a little lost? Okay. Because she had said, uh, the interviewer asked her about her future. She says, I don't know about destiny or future, I'm certain I'm in transition. This is a homecoming. I'm coming back to myself because I was a little lost. And oh, the, God! I'm sorry, I should have said that. And then their interviewer says, a little lost. And she said, I think it was the end of my relationship with Brad. We haven't heard her say Mm-mm. his name. And then when we separated, it was complicated. I didn't recognize myself anymore. I'd become, how do I say this? Smaller, insignificant, even if I didn't show it. I was profoundly, deeply sad. I was hurt. And mm. on top of that, you tap into humility and a sense of insignificance. And, in the, and that's human because you feel like a failure when yes, you, 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 you get do. divorced, even yes, if you, you want it. Of course. And on top of that, I was dealing with some health issues and I had to rediscover my joy. But I mean, that's... And that, I think she sums that up very well, that that's, people don't always want to break up, but sometimes you have to, mm-hmm. you know? like How much do you love her today? I love her would so Would you wear that purple much. bow? I would. I mean, I'm happy she's gone through all of that. She doesn't say anything bad about no. Brad. She, like, I felt lost. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh and I think having those six damn kids and then the hell stuff and oh, then the drinking and then the continuing it would be need hard, to work, it would be hard for any couple to get through that. And then, of course, then you got the people like, and you know, no yourself. stability
1: in a home front. I mean, they moved from here to but there. But the Brad everywhere.
3: might have been okay with that too because he is. I'm a,
1: not saying who was okay yeah. or not. That would be hard.
3: That would be hard. Maybe I think it's harder to have six children. If you've got a nanny for every kid, I don't care where you're going. I think it's six children oh, sounds would... exhausting to me. Absolutely. And they came they're rather close in age yep. and then her health having mastectomy, mm-hmm. she, she went into menopause, yeah. she got, you know, all of that and then Brad, you know, you got uh, your your stoner uh, drinking drinking husband who's trying to, you know, who probably was like well, you were okay with this before. Right. You were okay with this four years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, communication. Uh, but I feel like she's meeting someone at that fancy five-star hotel that Elizabeth Taylor, <laughs> it's right <laughs> off of, I can think, I can see the uh, street in Italy. She's having... She's meeting someone. She's having a rendezvous. She's got just a very done? sexy girl. Okay. okay. Let's look at l- Christina Aguilera. On okay. the red carpet at the Adams Family premiered, and her song is um, in the movie. It's like the lead. Mm-hmm. Okay, the lead song, song, song from Faunt the Adams Family movie. And yeah. she brought her kids. They've gotten so big, Julia. I mean, they really have. You forgot see. she and Brittany both yeah. had kids, you know, younger. She was probably she not had, as young as Britney. She really, she put her hair,
1: she wore her hair like Morticia, but blonde with a severe bang and then long. Yes. But I literally looking at her eye and I looked at a picture up close. It looks like she got a bee sting in her eye
3: and her eyelid. Either that or her makeup artist hates her and they painted and contoured her eye into, it looks like she's winking at us. It looks like she's Ooh. winking. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. You know, but I like her homage to Morticia, right down to the dress. It's great. The nails. Her boys looked excited. Anyway... Renee Zellweger, did anyone see that movie, Judy, this weekend? Someone call
2: us. Call us. Yeah,
1: 651-1071. I want to hear. Yeah. And and did anyone like the Joker? I mean, a gob of people went to
3: that. A gob of people. Yes, so they Renee did. was on Graham Norton on Friday night, and she told the audience that she had to be sewn in all of her costumes. She has a great quote in there, Lori. Yeah, though. Judy slouched a little and the dresses were made so that I couldn't have stood any other way. I was literally sewn into them. It was a great reminder during the day if you got lazy because you had no option but to stand like her. The sequins were very strict. That's my favorite line. <laughs> Who knew no, the sequins were really Anyone who's worn a tight sequin gown, if it's not, it's like you can't move in it. But, and
1: this is back in the day when you didn't have any Lycra like or any move in the any shift that they wear. would sew it onto. So it would be firm fabric um, that would not, not give.
3: Yeah, you're right about that, Remember that? Julia, because now they can sew sequins onto more forgivable yeah, fabric. Yeah, they do. Whoa. Anyway, so I like knowing that. Uh, I I don't know anyone who saw the Joker this weekend, but it was the most successful October uh, ever. And if anything, people. if anything, uh, it, the general reviews happen, and most of them, what I read, and I kind of looked at a few different newspapers, and then a couple of uh, movie, mm-hmm. you know, Variety, and Hollywood sure. Reporter. Chris Hewitt is one of the few that he really liked it. He yeah, gave he it credit but most people made it sound like it was nihilistic garbage, but Joaquin Phoenix is great in it. Yeah. Got it.
2: All right, we have Deb on the line. Uh, she can give you her Judy review. Oh, oh
1: Deb, fabulous. tell us.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. Something's wrong with our phones, guys. Oh, I'm this sorry. This is the what? second this time.
1: So I know. It's not
2: me. I'll have to tell the engineers. It's
1: not me. It's you. Well, have you used that line lately, anybody? Yeah, I don't anybody? know what's
2: going on, but uh, our, our phones are not working properly. Where I'm so sorry. Oh, I, well, I'm if she tell
3: her, have her tell you, and then and you can tell us. Okay, but I don't know if this Joker getting all this money, I mean, they thought it was going to do 100 million. Wow, wow, it does 93 million. But I wonder if this means we're going to see like gritty, violent origin stories of all the comic book villains going forward.
1: No, this this has been years in the making, Laurie. This has
3: been years in the making. I don't think so. Yeah. With Todd Phillips? Yeah. This has been in years. Not years in the <clears throat> making. You're not, that's not true. I you don't refuse think so? to believe that. Yeah, I believe I'm right. I think you're making that up right now. And I don't know why I think you're making that up right now, but I like that you're making it up. i I'd
4: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDIC. Claude,
3: like it. it's
2: the I sequence. Applied. Are very strict. The sequence. Oh, and- all right, uh, Deb's uh, gave it four stars out of four. Oh, she said Renee Zellweger is amazing. She said uh, it is, of course, sometimes difficult to watch that last year of Judy's life yeah, right? it went downhill so quickly. But other than that, did, uh, did she say she's
3: going to get nominated for Oscar? She didn't mention that yeah, one way she, or the other. All, oh. Everybody is saying that. Anyway, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to go see um, the show. Joker? The Joker. No.
1: Really, Lori? Now, wait a it minute. Just you haven't me... let us know that in yeah. every which way but Friday for two
3: weeks? It's like you're trying to sabotage it for those who want to. Well, no. I mean, you know, don't. Abby, I, you know, I'd go see that again. I want to go see Judy. I got to go see Hustlers. This weekend, I had to catch up with... Uh, how to get away with murder and be in awe of Viola Davis, who is one of the most she amazing is. actors ever. I think she is. It's time for the dirt alert. Oh, Lorraine! All right, let's We've go. Let's live. make way for Holly. We'll be right back.
2: This is a my talk dirt alert. Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt
3: alert! Dirt alert! All right, Holly,
0: give us the dirt. Give us uh, our dirt on this Monday. Some- sparkling fresh dirt for your Monday afternoon. Now, this is a new article that's published on StarTribune.com and we're getting some exclusive details about Morris Day's new memoir. It's called On Time, A Princely Life in Funk. It's out this week. Wow. By by the way, Morris Day is doing a signing Friday at the Mall of America so if you want to go and meet Morris Day you'll have an opportunity to do so and uh, it's being called by the author of this article, a breezy hard to put down book featuring Prince's voice throughout simply because morris day can't get prince out of his head he tells the interviewer that prince is the first word in this book though he's gone he's still here i still hear his voice in my head and i can't write this book without his voice prince wants to be heard so he goes and talks about his new book Uh, some of the things that he's asked about this is that Are these things that Prince really said to you or did you make them up about Prince's voice? In this memoir, he said most of them are pretty doggone accurate. And uh the difference between Morris Day's stage persona and his real life. He said Morris Day is an extrovert. I'm pretty much an introvert. And uh Morris Day explains how Prince created Morris Day as his alter ego when he formed the time in nineteen eighty one. This is what Morris Day has Do to say. Do these two go back to high school together? They're like really or back junior in the high day. day. Like, okay, okay. okay. Really. They've known they had very much their lives intertwined Almost, together. Yeah, okay. He said when we hung out, we acted really crazy, laughing, having a good time. He on to that he said Prince said man we got to put that laugh on the record put that personality into music and it mushroomed from there that's sweet oh. it is very sweet but apparently they did have uh, some rough patches yeah, they... in their relationship uh, there was a resentment on Morris Day's part in regards to Prince he said it was a complicated relationship Morris Day between himself and Prince he said it was very one-sided he said once I left the camp I never knew how to call Prince He said every now and then at 11 o'clock at night or some strange hour, my phone rings and it's like, Morris is Prince. And he said back in the day, you know, really back in the day, it was a mutual friendship. I'd go by his house, he'd go to my house, no big deal, but it turned into something else the way the whole thing ended. Morris Day says, I had resentments. But it was a love-hate relationship, and for me to pull it all out there on the table in this book, it was good to be able to bring closure. And then the interviewer asked Morris Day if he had an opportunity to have any real-life closure with Prince before he passed away in 2016. And mm-hmm. he said he had us, Morris Day in the time, come to Paisley Park and play a show for him, and that was approximately two months before he passed. And at the end, he comes out of the dark, clapping his hands, and he told me, I love you, and gave me a hug. Morris Day says we had never talked like that before and in my heart I knew something was different and I didn't know what it was. He said Prince was talking about all the things he wanted to do with us and for me I kind of felt softy. We've had tough times. We can fight but I'm always open to fix it. And he said in my mind we fixed it right then. And that's the last time I saw him. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So this sounds like a very captivating book. So if you're definitely interested in getting perspective on Prince, on Morris Day himself, I mean, a legendary musician, yeah, he and, really is, and band member in his own right. So yeah, that mm-hmm. band
3: the Times, so good, and so, so fun. Did steal the movie anytime he was on screen in oh. Purple Rain. Oh, he's just Prince. got that
0: energy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And those freckles. <laughs> ah.
0: <laughs> Again, the book is called On Time A Princely Life and Funk. It's published this week. There is going to be signing at the Mall of America this Friday. So you want to check out uh, the Mall of America for more information yeah. if you do want to get A signed. I wonder copy. if he's doing
3: interviews.
2: Donald. Donald.
3: Uh, hint. I'm
2: looking into it right now. Yeah, hint,
0: right. hint. Nudge, nudge. I mean, now, he, that would be might. Yeah, he might. Fabulous. He might. Well he's gonna be here in town. So yeah. maybe something will okay. work out here. Uh let's talk about Joaquin Phoenix, star of Joker, big movie at the box office this weekend, earning over ninety million dollars a record breaker. Are you ever gonna see more nihilistic
3: violent origin movies? I hope not. I hope not. I did, think And that, did you watch Batwoman?
0: I didn't, CW? but Julio so what did good, you think? so good. Really so good. oh
3: loved it. Loved it. You gotta watch
0: loved it. Loved it. Okay. Yeah. I loved it am surprised yeah. and delighted that that review is coming from you guys it's about a superhero so good TV show, how they did it, okay. how they're introducing the character. well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Batwoman's on the c w Joker's on the big screen. There aren't super villains that have this same line of reasoning if you want to call it reasoning, as Joker. So I think okay. good
3: news for us. So there won't be a whole bunch like, we're going to see how the Penguin started or this. I mean, do we need all that? I hope not.
0: No, we already got that in Batman Returns with Danny DeVito. Me, uh, so okay. we got it. So his that isn't a story. big part
3: of the comics, uh, the origin of some of these characters? It can
0: uh, it be. It could be. But I think that for big multimedia conglomerates, Telling these kinds of stories is good for business in as much as then you establish the story and then you can go on and tell different stories with the same characters. Now, Warner Brothers says that this movie Joker is standalone, and I believe them because it's not a movie that you leave saying to yourself, boy. I really want to spend, more, spend time more time with that guy. With this right. guy in this uh, depiction right. of Gotham City. You just
3: don't. And it just doesn't seem from just the couple interviews I saw with King Phoenix. He talked about it was, you know, just a little bit about how they wanted him to be so thin and he's a method actor and he, he basically don't come I, I don't want to return to this guy. No. How could so, you? It, yeah. I mean,
0: it's... Just, well, you it's, thought so you yes, know. I, yes, yes. I, Joker... I he costs like
1: 52 pounds to play this character.
0: He looks emaciated in the film yep. Joaquin Phoenix. So he did go method in playing the Joker in many aspects, but he's talking about the state of his relationship with his former friend Casey Affleck. Ooh. Remember the movie I'm Still Here back in 2010? Yep. That was that mockumentary that was directed by Casey Affleck starring Joaquin Phoenix about playing a version of himself and he wanted to become a hip-hop star. He went on David Letterman in character. We didn't know that at the time. Caused a lot of controversy. The movie was kind of crappy. But according to a recent profile of Joaquin Phoenix and Vanity Fair, uh, apparently, uh, they haven't Talked in many years. Surprise, surprise. His sister
3: was married to Casey Affleck, Affleck.
0: and she dumped him when he
3: was fondling the girls on the set, the women on the set. This was a very
0: bizarre... Yeah. Stage. Yeah. Summer Phoenix being Joaquin Phoenix's sister was married to Casey Affleck from 2006 to 2017. So yeah. that was right in the middle of production of that movie of I'm Still Here. So, and he paid the actresses Because they had
3: cause and claim, and he did not remember, he didn't go to the Oscars. He wasn't invited back the following year to present after he won for Manchester by the Sea. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Because of all
0: of that, and people are just like, we've had it. Yep. Mm -hmm. exactly ben or excuse me not ben casey uh has denied the allegations he still denies them but he did settle those suits out of court for an undisclosed amount and his wife did divorce him yeah so So naturally not extremely shocking that joaquin phoenix is not talking to his ex-brother-in-law you're gonna be on your sister's side yeah of course you are yeah so uh walking phoenix by the way did not talk about those allegations with vanity fair so i believe he's just like you know what maybe i'll just let these uh, lawsuits do the talking here i'm gonna so. read that interview All I, right. I
3: finally got my green oh november issue of, of vanity, vanity fair, fair. Yeah.
0: cover who's on the cover is it Joaquin? Joaquin. okay Joaquin yes. uh, in Indeed. a shirt and
3: pants in a pool submerged up to his waist. Very, Very Vanity Fair. Very Vanity Fair. I'm sure it was taken by Annie Leibovitz. I was taken with...
2: Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk
0: about sex. Let's talk about sex. And now, to the people at home or in the crowd, it keeps coming up. All right, so
3: today for Sex Monday, we're going to have a little uh, assistance from Eve Rodsky, who's the author of a book called "Fair Play: How Couples Can Share the Domestic Workload." And this is kind of tim- kind of timely because um, last week there was a, a Busy Phillips is profiled in the latest issue of Harper's Bazaar, yes, and she talked about how she confessed that she had one foot out the door ready to leave her husband because he did so little at home with the girls. Right, And and he was quoted in the magazine, and they worked it out, but he said he was an absent husband and father. And he said, I like being good at stuff, and I didn't feel like I was good in the home. So I stayed away. Right. And when I and didn't some- realize that deep happiness comes from my family. And once I figured it out I could bring to the table, things started to change. And they started his path to being a more involved uh Dad by putting the girls to bed. Yeah, that was always kind of her. And I see this, and I've seen this with couples that this is like sometimes it's sort of like one. It's all or nothing. I'm doing everything, and the the other person is sort of put to the side, and eventually there will be kind of resentments that build. And I think in a relationship out of that inequity,
1: Eve Eve gives a really good um she? setup. So okay. let's just listen to her story because um it's the book is called Fair Play.
3: All right.
0: It's an argument all couples can relate to, how to share the responsibilities at home. And now with her new book, Fair Play, Eve Rodsky has a solution. It's as simple as shuffling a deck of cards and playing the hand that's been dealt to you. Fair Play's method being cheered on by celebs from Busy Phillips to Reese Witherspoon. By dealing out the household responsibilities, Rodsky says that each person can feel empowered to ace their task from conception to planning and execution. No reminders, no nagging, and no excuses.
1: Okay, Okay, and they're kind of saying that she's... They likened her to being the Marie Kondo, what she did to organization and decluttering,
3: to a new way to deal with relationship tasks. Yeah, and I even kind of... I like to... Uh, busy's husband his name is uh mark something yeah. um he's a, a a director and producer when he said i like being good at stuff and i think that's a very typical feeling yep. for guys and i didn't feel like i was good in the home right
2: yeah he said that you know because sometimes because yeah, yeah, okay. sometimes the as long as that's not a cop-out
3: Well, I don't think it is, No, I I just stayed away. I think that there is that, kind of can be that feeling. Let's play the next one where she talks about women needing to take some responsibility.
0: But tell me this, because I think women, we have to take some responsibility here because we talk about gender equality, and yet we kind of feel like we need to be the ones who take on the majority of the household tasks, the child care issues, even the vacation planning, and maybe some of us even want to, like
4: the control part of it. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, But I will say, I didn't feel the need to have to do it all, but I felt like I was expected to do it all. And this is what happened to me after my second son was born. I got a text from my husband that had me sobbing on the side of the road. And that text said, I'm surprised you didn't get blueberries. Oh, And you can picture, picture the scene. Yep. I had a breast pump in my passenger seat, returns for my new baby in the back seat. I have a client contract on my lap with a pen between my legs, trying to mark it up as I'm going between traffic stops to pick up my first son from his preschool program. And I knew I was going to be late to pick up Zach, my son, but I still had to pull over on the side of the road. And I was sobbing, thinking... What was happening to me at the time was I was thinking, how did I become the default right. or the she-fault for every household task? And
1: then they get into this thing. I was I thinking mean, she's a very bad driver if she's doing
2: yeah, all that. We the yeah. of the We're just talking but
1: about how she's doing it all, managing it all, and then the husband says, why didn't you get blueberries? Mm-hmm. So what she talks about is the invisible work that women potentially do in a relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. So tell us about this idea of invisible work.
4: Invisible work. Um, as I went on a quest to figure out a solution for domestic rebalance, interviewing 500 people from all walks of life and experts in every area, I found out there's a lot of names for what we're talking about. Second shift, emotional labor. But invisible work is my favorite name for it because there's a beacon of solution in there. Because how do you value what you don't see? Right. Yeah. And so if you can make the invisible visible, which I did with the fair play card... And and what she's talking about is like, okay, so then
1: there's the backpack work, you know, how right. to get everything in on time. Then there's making the doctor's appointments. Then mm-hmm. there's making, you know, finishing up the dishes and cleaning up. There's all these things that... Food
3: preparation, tra- grocery for, shopping, all of traditionally that, Traditionally,
1: yeah. as women, you do, and you want to say, well, I want to split it differently, but you... I recognize this. I mean, because it it just, it was easier sometimes to do it yourself.
3: Yes. And And I recognize that. I've seen that with my friends, with their kids, that they would get frustrated at their guy because they weren't necessarily good at it. And sometimes I think the guy was pretending he wasn't good at it to be out of it. But other times it was like they generally were, I noticed this particularly in the new mom phase where the guy is kind of doing some tiptoeing around a little bit because you're getting all this oxytocin and love from your baby and it's such that bond. I mean, you grew that baby and you're... And you also think you can do, better. You you can do, do it
1: better. And you can do it better. And and not because... It's just because you've it more, maybe. Yeah. You've changed more diapers. You've done it. But let's listen to the okay, last four see. rules because she makes a very important... Okay, I don't know if we're going to get it in this.
0: We will. You actually have this game called Fair Play. So you have four rules to play. What are they? The
4: rules are that men, women, in society view men's time as finite, like diamonds, and women's time as infinite, like sand.
2: Great stuff. A lot wow. of good advice in this book. <laughs> Fair play is in bookstores right now. That, and that
1: was the thing, that it, it's such a different. Men's time is treated like it's just a limited yeah. amount of time, and it's diamonds, and women have all this time, like sand. Well, that, I, to me, was just such a absolutely. perfect thing, and I think people will do it. And she's not trying to say you use a deck of cards to... Um, you know, deal out things and it's not supposed to be made fun of. But the point is write down everything that has to be done in a household, deal out cards and play a card. You know, you take this, I take this and then let go.
3: Right. And then let go is right. I just
2: like to say there is, you guys brought it up before that last soundbite, that there is some validity to the guy stepping up and saying, and he does a chore. And then you get, well,
1: you didn't do it right.
2: You didn't do it right. So I'm not going to let you do it again. See that that's kind of,
3: yeah well, I get this, what? and this is what? like praise what? like yesterday don't I, tell
2: me i didn't do it right i tried to do it now you're saying well no you it wasn't do good it enough
3: right. yeah this is that is a true statement yeah. and i that yeah. can that uh, that does that can happen and that does that's why yeah i mean i i think it's a very interesting thing uh to think about and because you get into habits early in a relationship who does what, and who's responsible for what? And you so don't. So, if you want to break it, you might need to do something. Something where you're dramatic, writing. Yeah, writing out everything and kind of really taking a look at it mm-hmm. because things don't always just sift in that direct, you know. But it does seem like it does. There is the feeling that women have more time. Yeah, I loved what she said. Men's, and, and men's time is
1: finite, like diamonds. I do.
3: I do think I don't really hear younger men anymore use the term i'm babysitting my kids no i hear them say i've got my kids or the kids and i are doing something but that would be something that you know you used to hear all the time right all the time and it would always kind of you know get some somebody would say how is it possible for a man to babysit his own children? <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, it would make people yeah. mad. But th- again, there was that thing. Well, I'm just baby. I'm only like responsible for them for a couple hours, and then ooh, mom's going, going two hours back to the mom. Yeah. The so, book is
1: Fair Play. Her name is Eve Rodsky. Yeah. Donnie, I still think you should try to get her on our show. I think she'd be good.
3: Well, uh, I, I think that uh, I think that's a good thing because uh, I think a lot of breakups. Will happen around the burden of having all that invisible work. Work, women, or whoever is the quote unquote right. wife, Can get resentful,
1: re- and then you keep score, and then it's tit for tat, and then you just and stupid. no one knows, and
3: you haven't talked about any yeah. of it. And I think it's all, a all a way of a sudden about you're it. not doing the dirty and the flirty at all. There you go, Lori. <laughs> and of course, it all comes down to sex. Well, Sex Monday. That's right. But All it is two. a way to keep a healthier relationship. Yes. All right. Listen, we come back. We got our favorite headlines of the day.
4: The- I, raise your I want to
3: it's making us very happy. Michael Huisman the hot guy that we saw last on Game of Thrones and then before that Game of Thrones is joining Kelly Kuoko. Before
1: Game of Thrones he was on Nashville.
3: Nashville, yeah. You said Game of Thrones. Oh, and Nashville. Okay. I thought I said. Did no. I not he said it? Game of Thrones no. twice. Okay, hey, there you yeah. go. Game of Thrones and Nashville. He <laughs> Thank was God, hot. there's three of us. Oh, he's so
1: hot. So hot. That's the flight attempt. we read that book is a great book a and years ago. um it's being made for TV. I think it's going to show up on Comcast, on HBO Max, which uh, we don't yes. know. Yeah. That's going to be added sometime in 2020, and we don't know how much it's yeah. going to cost. If it's part of your cable package or what?
3: Anyway, it's super. He's hot, and now it's a great super book. Super so exciting, good, good yes. book. Uh, Britney Spears and her guy, Sam Asgari. You know, he's 25 and she's 37. Okay, and he told E News about an ideal night at their home here's what it is oh dear Um, we watch disney shows and movies all the time um we don't have a real glamorous life
1: well that's the truth
3: probably it's
2: probably the best for her huh it's probably her best interest to keep it low-key don't you think yeah i know
3: but was he was he on the
2: red carpet for a disney
3: thing i don't know did he say that did he mean it i feel like they do I th- <laughs> I feel like they do, <laughs> and it scares you. And it doesn't scare me. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's good stuff. If that's what she wants to yeah. watch. There's nothing wrong with a good Disney movie. I wouldn't mind watching, you know, Little Mermaid or Cinderella Same. or Beauty and the Beast. Right. love monsters, a huh?
2: Monsters is oh, that, there there's That's a good
3: one. So good. Okay, so let's just listen to Taylor Swift. She promised this last week. That when she was on SNL she was going to sing her song "Lover yeah in a different way than we okay. hear on the record or CD or download whatever you have of it that she was going to do a whole new version so let's play it all right
4: we could leave the Christmas lights up till January she played a solo this is all place
0: we make the wings mm-hmm. and there's a dazzling
3: it's a mysterious it's pretty. I mean, you. I like this song the other way. I mean, this is a good song. Have I
4: known you 20 seconds 20 years?
3: I'm telling you, every wedding will be
4: playing
3: Can this song. I
2: I prefer this version. Do you like this I think one? Yeah, yeah I I think it's, it's really, really pretty. really pretty. And then she so-
1: looked over at her guy. And saying to him oh, at one point, uh
3: huh. Did you like that other song, False God? Uh, uh, the second yeah. song that she played, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have that posted if you want to take a look at it. Lizzo is in very good spirits because she's had great reaction to her Sunday morning interview. It was so,
2: it was very good,
3: so good. Thanks. And for the sixth she's week so in a row, pretty. isn't she gorgeous? She's so pretty and i didn't yeah. know like that sad story about her dad no. and, oh my gosh Dying and when she went back she to her college mm-hmm. and with the band kids it was so fun but lizzo truth hurts six week in a row yeah. Billboard number yeah, that's one right. excellente Lori, as we say yeah and people were like oh how come you know she didn't say anything about that she lived in minneapolis well you know i was wondering myself. you were why i mean she moved here like when she was a teenager Fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It didn't bother me.
3: It didn't bother me either. You, I thought you didn't watch Sunday morning. I
1: didn't see the story you were telling me about.
3: But you watched Lizzo. I
1: just watched Lizzo because I was out of time.
3: Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. She was so, oh, she's giddy. And when she met her, Flute teacher. Yeah, she's so sweet.
1: She's I'm so excited. So Lizzo Fashionopolis is this Wednesday. If you're not going to Lizzo, that is a great event. MSPMade.com. She could have
3: sold out. Excel. She could have. I know. She really could have. I mean, she's that big, and she yep. could have had another opening act. Mm-hmm. And Because the palace, I guess the resale on those tickets are just like...
1: It's at the Armory.
3: Or the Armory, but it's a small place, but it's yes. at like... I know, we are Pricey. very
1: lucky that we are going to a holiday party.
3: Yeah, I'm glad somebody decided <laughs> to have a holiday party in October at yes, Lizzo that indeed. we don't have to dress Thank up for. Thank you, energy, Pilates, and fitness. Yeah, I'm glad we, all mean, we had to just get, pay for our ticket and we don't have to show up in costume. We can just be in our rock and roll. I mean, we got to put on some fancy stuff for I, Lizzo. I I kind of I want you to show
2: cleavage for Lizzo.
3: Me? Yes, Julia, I want you to moisturize. Oh, for God's (laughs) sakes. Oh.
2: Does she moisturize her cleavage? Whenever
3: you show your cleavage, like look at Christina Hendrick. Do you think a woman who's showing cleavage, (laughs) that is moisturized? You moisturize your decolletage. Okay. You know, and if you're wearing some kind of a gown, you give it a buffing. Um,
2: A buffing. And a scrubbing. No, you do.
3: You do. That uh-huh. is, Cleavage Rule. Everybody knows cleavage that. Cleavage Rule. Okay. It's decolletage. Okay. Remember, yeah. the, your mom would like put on cream and oh, your yes. cold cream and she'd well, start. Well, I wasn't watching her do that. Oh, okay. And my mom would, she'd she start. Started she'd do oh, it I'm on sorry. her hands. Yeah, she'd put it on her hands and then she'd go up. Up, like she'd go the top of up. her boobies <laughs> up to her neck and then moist your eyes. I could just watch oh it forever. Gosh. I think my one grandma did too. She was. They moisturized up. Up. You, That's how you're supposed to put on your face cream, according to the <laughs> ladies of a generation without Botox. I you know. Everything was up. Up, up. We don't want to drag anything, anything down. down. You don't want to be pulling down uh-uh. pat around the eyes. Upward motions on your neck. Please, with your ring finger
1: pat, dab, 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 backwards on your your eyes. I hate people who rub their eyes. I just go, no.
3: Yeah, by the way, I got to give a shout out. There were a lot of our people dancing at bunkers that wanted to say hi to you guys. Oh, hi. Millennials. Thirty-year-olds, forty-year-olds, R-factor. Oh, I love totally them. Totally so Yeah, good. yeah, it was super uh, fun. But they're like, "Hey, hi to Donnie and Julia. Well, How come they're nice. not out?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. They live far away."
2: That well, that's true. I do. Yeah. And so does
3: Julia. Mm-hmm. And poor bunkers. You know, they only have one have row no parking. Of parking. They have it's, one row of parking. It's change.
1: It's been a game changer. What's happened down there a little bit. Yeah, for people who live far away and want to drive instead of uber you know what i mean yeah yeah they've thrown the up parking. buildings
3: right and left i bet the bars though i think the bars are doing pretty good i think they are too my favorite divey bar uh with no music is Cuzzies. Where is right that? on washington just oh, yeah, a couple yeah, doors down from uh deja vu
1: Hmm.
3: he's they've got a good deck there and you know i just think all those places around there have you know, there's just a lot has been built since that oh, stadium Laurie, went up. Lori, so much, so Show much. much. Uh, by the way, did you see Prince George cheering yes. on the football team? Sometimes cute. he looked bored. Other times he looked excited. It was cute. He took, they
1: took Charlotte and yeah. Prince George and the mom and dad went to watch their soccer game. The um, United Minnesota United Federal. Mm-hmm. What it's, is it? There's federated? no federal.
2: It's just Minnesota United Thank Football you. Club
1: FC. Yes, um, they are going to be playing a game here sometime within the next on couple of weeks. October
2: 20th, I believe. they will take on the LA Galaxy yes. in the first round playoff.
1: Yes, that's okay. a big deal, Larry. All right, go well, Twins well, tonight. I've gone to a Let's game. start there.
3: Why yes, not? go Twins.
2: Please, we beg you. Okay. <laughs>